Welcome back to Boiler Up Down South. This is the pre-Michigan edition. My name is Drew Schneider. I'm uh, live here in the uh, studio slash guest bedroom of, uh, in Athens, Georgia. Another beautiful day down south. Leaves are changing. Finally. Highs in the, uh, you know, mid, uh, upper 50s. Lows touch of the 30s at night. Oh, it's beautiful. And of course, I'm here with my buddy Garrett uh, Shearman. Garrett, say what's up. Hello, everyone. I'm wearing a Canadian tuxedo to uh, celebrate the fact that it's finally actually a changing of the season. And uh, indeed, and what better way to talk about Michigan football than wearing a t- Canadian tuxedo? They're basically Canada. I mean, honestly, yes. Um,. I don't know. Uh, Garrett, I do have a question for you, though, before we go to our normal commercial break. Before we have to pay the bills, what is that? So, the current DraftKings spread for this game is Purdue plus 32.5. Good lord. What is the largest upset? So talking about the team that overcame the largest spread to actually beat Michigan. Well, it had to be App State. Like, I was in middle school for that game, but it had to be Appalachian State, right? Correct. Do you know what the spread was in that game, though? Uh, Low 30s, I'm going to say, like, uh, 32.5. Incorrect. No, no, no. It was 33. Purdue is, is, if they pull off the upset, it will not be a historic upset. Due to the, uh, you know, an FCS team. Well, Um, so close yet so far. So close. But I still think there's a lot to play for um, other than uh, a historic upset. Um, So we're going to go ahead and, uh, like Garrett said, pay a few bills. And uh, we'll be back with you right after the break. And we're back. Garrett. Yes, Drew. I'm concerned about this game, sir. Uh, well, I'm not concerned because I think I know what the outcome will be. I'm concerned about the outcome. Uh, I'm concerned about how bad the outcome will be. Yeah, I mean, let's just go over some little Michigan statistics real quick where we were sort of talking about before the show. Maybe we'll start on on the defense. So, Garrett, what would you think the Michigan defense is ranked? Uh, well, what would I think? Or no, what do you know <laughs> that the Michigan defense uh, They're number one overall in total defense. Michigan is number one overall in total defense. And they have also faced the fewest plays on defense of any team this year, which means their offense stays on the field all the time. Um, Thank you, Garrett. And yes, so, good luck. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Because, uh, man, uh, this is bad. This is just real bad. Um, so the defense they're looking at is a one of the positive things I'm going to say is that they are not a super aggressive defense. They don't get a lot of sacks um, and they don't get a lot of tackles for losses. So um, hopefully Hudson Carter makes it out of it, this alive. Um, and and uh, what they do really well though, Garrett, is pick the ball off. They have 11 interceptions this year. It's 10th in the nation. And they've returned four of those for touchdowns. For touchdown, yeah. 
Um, Jesus. How, what's what's the uh, team with the most amount of pick sixes right now? Do you know? I believe that is Michigan. I think it is Michigan. I believe yeah. that is Michigan. And three of those are all by the same dude. Uh, and let me look at his name again real quick. Um, we're just like you, everybody. We have to uh, remind ourselves of all these names that come and go every year. So many names. I Plus, I used to teach high school, and like um, I had to learn all of those names. Dude, and I, I don't even remember some of my cousins' names. Yeah. Uh, so, for me not remembering, um, now I don't even remember whose name I'm looking up. We're looking for the guy with three touchdowns on pick sixes. Oh, the guy with three touchdowns on pick sixes. He's really good because he played wide receiver for four years, and then he decided to go ahead and give corner a try this year, I guess. Um, his name is Mike Sainersteel. Um, so, he plays the nickel slot back for uh, Michigan. And, uh, yeah, he's just picking everything off. Um, two of his interceptions um, are for uh, return for touchdowns of over 70 yards. So, like, not only is he picking off passes, he's running, he's, like, picking off passes in the red zone and then taking them back for touchdowns. And that gives me nightmares because I just, I feel like at least one Hudson card pass has his name on it. Well, and, like, also just to say from, like, a, a schematic football standpoint, like, a guy that you converted from wide receiver to defensive back, he's already got the vision to see the lanes. Like if, if that guy's picking off the ball, like he is the type of guy who can take it from the 22 yard line to the house. So um, kudos to him for uh, being a really good football player, but I don't look forward to seeing what he's going to possibly do. Uh, I mean, that's kind of wild, though, right, Garrett? Like, can you think of another example of a guy that's played one position, like, pretty much his entire career and then, like, switches over his last year and is actually really good at the new position? Not, not in his last year, certainly not. I mean, not in recent memory. And I've been, uh, I've been pretty glued to college football since I was a kid, so. The only person I can think of, I don't remember if you were Tennessee's Running back, his last name was Hurd. He played Jalen Hurd. Yeah, Jalen Hurd. He played yeah. over Camaro when he was at Tennessee, yeah. and then he transferred to Baylor and ended up playing tight end. Um, and you know, Purdue's had a couple quarterbacks uh, convert to safety late in their career. I remember, I think Rob Henry did that, and uh, there's a few other, I think, better examples. But certainly uh, um, not with like that level of production. No, not with that level of production. That was that's uh, just ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. And so like Michigan has like just nothing but like four and five star guys, and then like also a converted wide receiver is also awesome. I don't even feel like that's fair. I feel like I feel like those players should be reserved for Purdue and they can just keep their fancy four and five star guys and we should get all of the star wide receiver defensive back converts. Uh, I would agree with that because I think uh, it would behoove the team that we root for. So. It would and I feel like oh, I feel like the universe is unfair in this regard and I, I am... Don't you guys want like cool engineering degrees? Don't you? Want... I'm filing protest. I'm filing protest over over Michigan just finding incredible players because they also just like pick them and they also get to find them. No sir, that's not allowed. Um, so anyways, yes, Michigan's defense is amazing. Um, they are 
just shutting everybody down. Minnesota is the only team uh, that has scored more than uh, that has broke ten points. Yeah, That's nobody awesome. scored more than uh, single digits on Purdue. Or, or sorry, Mi- on Michigan, except for Minnesota. Minnesota, and they lost that game fifty-two to ten. Um, so, um, meanwhile, Purdue has the ninety-fifth ranked offense in the nation, uh, and just hemorrhage just turnovers. Garrett, tell me something. Tell me something good. Make me make me feel less sad inside. Uh, well, I mean. At this point, you really just have to think like, okay, Michigan, they're not a very aggressive defense because they don't really have to be, you know? Let's be honest. Right, right. Let's be honest here. They don't really have to be an aggressive defense. Um, so, you know, maybe we catch them sleeping. Uh-huh. We, we we get a nice wheel route. We get Ooh. a nice... Uh, dude, I'd love a wheel route. That'd be hilarious. Wheel route to uh, Tracy, you think? I'd say Tracy. Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tracy. Tyron Tracy oh. would be a great wheel route option. All right. Uh, but maybe catch them sleeping, get Ooh. like a couple highlights in there, and then like give some dudes some reason to be hype for the rest of the season. Because let's be honest, it doesn't look like Purdue's going to be bowl eligible at this point. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a really nice way of saying it. <laughs> this I'm, man needs to go to Las Vegas. This man no, needs I to go. No, I should have gotten a law degree. I should have gotten a law degree. I, I have a great way way of spinning uh, very negative facts to make them look uh, uh, not so negative. But it doesn't look like Purdue is going to be bold. It does, certainly does not, sir. It certainly does not. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like, dude, just get some guys like comfortable in what their roles going forward will be. Um, I think, you know, it sucks. It sucks to think about it this way. Uh, but for the rest of the season, I mean, like you got to look at the guys who are going to be here for a few years and you want to get them comfortable and what their role going forward will be. Um, I think Michigan, we can catch sleeping a few times to where, you know, Hudson card can extend a play. We get a nice like little out route that should be uh, an eight-yard gain, but ends up being like maybe a twenty-five-yard gain, or who knows? They slip past one or two guys in the secondary, and it goes for a touchdown. I don't know. I think at this point, uh, we really just need to be looking forward to how can we get guys comfortable in what they should be doing for a conceivably eight and four team in two thousand twenty-four. Here's my vision, Garrett. I feel like this is the only way it works. The NCAA suspends Michigan before the game. I mean, if you guys want me to, uh, <laughs> if you guys want me to get a Central Michigan jersey and uh, uh, some sunglasses and stand I, on the sidelines. So here's the deal. Hey, Ryan Walters, uh, I live in Athens, so um, if y'all need like sideline video of Georgia to prepare to play them in the national championship game uh, in uh, an upcoming season, uh, you can. Don't Venmo me, though, please. Don't do that. Um, you know, uh, just uh, send me some money in the mail. I mean, like, a digital a digital paper trail at this point is, is as bad as a regular paper trail. Um, and while we're talking about it, I just have to bring up the brilliant line by Kirby Smart uh, where somebody said at a Kirby Smart press conference, was there anything that led you to believe that Michigan was stealing signs? And when Georgia beat the absolute crap out of Michigan, he said, there's nothing about that game that would lead me to believe that they stole signs from us. That is cold-blooded. That is player-haters ball. 
Let me tell you what, Kirby is in his bag these days. I feel like that man's walking around with his chest puffed out. Man, Kirby knows how to cheat and Jim Harbaugh doesn't. That's probably very, very true. I'll tell you, my wife was walking by the, uh, my wife. My wife was walking by the, My wife <laughs> was walking by the Georgia Patton's fields uh, last week on Monday or Tuesday and she called me and was like, You gotta listen to this. And let me tell you, apparently the Georgia defense was not performing up to um, the expected standard of intensity for the Florida week and they were being informed of that in a very uh, uncouth manner. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever heard Kirby Smart uh, have a leaked halftime uh, let's say pep talk. Oh, They are very vulgar. Like, I, I talk like a sailor in my personal life. Kirby is on a different level. A whole different... Let's get back to Purdue. Okay, back to Purdue. I'm trying. We're really just. I'm trying. I'm trying to ease the pain with like colorful anecdotes. Yeah, um, just like telling stories, being buds, buds boiler up down south. B U D S. All right. So, uh, on offense, Michigan. Um, they're not as good on offense as they are on defense. Um, but that being said, their quarterback is currently has the second best odds to win the Heisman. Um. They also don't really need to be. Yeah, he yeah, and JJ McCarthy is. I mean, they haven't been tested yet. They haven't played a great schedule. Purdue's gonna be the most the the most aggressive defense they've played uh, this season. Uh, maybe uh, Scorton and Jenkins get in there and and mess with him a little bit. Maybe get a strip sack or something. Um, I think, uh, that's our best chance of scoring. <laughs> well, and I also have to say, and we have mentioned this before, like, sure, the Ohio State game was trash uh -huh. in terms of the result. However, it proves a lot in terms of the confidence of the defense that Ryan Walters trusted these guys to be in man coverage against guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., um, I I don't see why he won't trust them against Michigan as well, and I think this would be another game where Purdue looks very solid on defense, but the offense just probably won't be able to to really get it done. And you know, what can you say beyond that, right? Yeah. So yeah, and if we're gonna play man coverage, that's Roman Wilson is the guy uh, for Michigan. Uh, leads the Wolverines in receptions. He's got twenty seven. Uh, reads in the yards of 446 and touchdowns. He has a staggering number of touchdowns. This man is a touchdown magnet. Garrett, how many touchdowns do you think he has? We're turning this into a quiz show to up the uh, suspense. I think he's got 11, right? 10. 10. Wow. And you went over, sir. Dude, I won up, I, I won up him on his SC. Mm, so. That's poor uh, Price is Right uh, wagering. Bum, bum, ba, bum. Bob Barker, um, but um, yeah, so that Markevius uh, might be able to cover him if, uh, in the slot, follow him around. Um, they also have a really uh, a tight end that they uh, AJ Barner is a Michigan train or sorry an Indiana transfer. Boo! Um, Boo. He had uh, eight catches uh, for 99 yards and a touchdown against Michigan State in a breakout uh, performance. Um, 
And so it'll be interesting to see if they uh, look to the big man over the middle at any uh, again in this game. Um, I think Purdue did a pretty decent job in coverage on tight ends for the most part. Um, uh, Kane um, is a pretty physical defender, and, and Allen, for all of his problems, uh, maybe with some tackling, um, has, has the speed to keep up. So, you know, maybe Purdue hurries the offense a little bit. That's sort of my best, like, to keep this thing under the beats this beating the spread like i hate to use this term but i think it's like trying to catch him off guard yeah <laughs> really? i mean that's what i'm hope just jenkins and scorton uh off the edge i tell you what those two guys could play for michigan they're some of the two of the best uh, outside linebackers as far as pass rushers in the nation and all the sort of statistics back that up um so I mean, that's got to be it. JJ, they got to put J.J. McCarthy under pressure and make him use his receivers who, you know, after um, after Wilson haven't done a ton, um, make them beat uh, Purdue. They can't let Brent, Blake Corum beat him um, because nothing, the easiest play in football is just to turn around and hand the ball off to your running back and let your offensive linemen just mash people. And, uh, they and can, their offensive line is pretty good. Yeah, and they can do that uh, with Blake Corum. Um, and, you know, problem with Corum, too, is Purdue sometimes is a little uh, lackadaisical in their uh, keeping their run lanes. Uh, and uh, Corum's a guy, man, if you, if you lose contain, he's, he's gone. Like, he's one of those guys that can't take it the distance on you. Dude can get up and go. Um, he has slowed down a little bit this year uh, from sort of his... Uh, yeah, post-injury. Post-injury. Um, I think he's only averaging... Only, he's only, only averaging five, he's <laughs> five and a half yards a carry. Oh, my. Only five and a half. My goodness. Oh. God, Michigan, you have it so bad. Jeez. Oh, five and a half yards of carry. But that's, you know, down from almost six last year and six and a half uh, the year before that. So, um, you know, Corum uh, is an issue. He's shifty back. And then they've got uh, Edwards, um, and he uh, killed Purdue last season uh, in the Big Ten Championship game. Uh, just absolutely steamrolled the Boilermakers. Well, and that's going back to Corum real quick. Uh, that's where Purdue's secondary really needs to be tight and cohesive because, like, man, if he makes one guy, he makes one corner, one safety miss, he's gone. Yeah, like he's got that like he like afterburner speed. Like he he's not like quick off the line necessarily as some backs are, but once he gets going, dude, he's fast. As let's say Heck. the Dickens, Dickens, ooh, the Dickens. the Dickens, as the Dickens. Um, yes, he has thirteen touchdowns uh, on the year. That's right? a lot. That's a lot. Um, one hundred eleven carries. Don Edwards is not having the breakout year. I think many people expected him to have I after mean, I he, he would have, yeah. just trampled Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, Corum was out. Um, he has 66 uh, carries, 211 yards, only averaging like 3.2 a carry, and has a touchdown. They're using him more out of the backfield as a receiver, where he does have uh, 21 receptions for 184 yards. But 
the Michigan receiving group doesn't scare me as much as the Michigan offensive line and running backs. Yeah, they don't uh, have a guy that really stands out as like even even for Michigan, like they're used to having uh, like top three round draft pick tight end. And they don't really even have that right now. They don't really have like a big, lengthy uh, sideline deep threat. Um, they they don't terrify me in, so, in, in in the receiving core. So here's the question, then, Garrett: If you're Ryan Walters, I think you have. I think there's two choices in this game on offense. And there's two 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 ways to play this. One is uh, is just to be uber conservative um, on defense. Um, on defense, it would be to just you know play your five man front, keep the safeties back, make Michigan prove they can run uh, into that you know six man box with Karloff as a middle linebacker, um, and just hope that Corum doesn't bust anything big, or do you get aggressive, spin Kane down into the box, or even have uh, Washington in there, put seven maybe eight in the box, man across the board, and see what, and, and die the quick way. I feel like you're either dying the slow way with letting uh, the offensive line and quorum mash you for four quarters, or you're dying the quick way uh, with uh, McCarthy just hitting you with touchdown over, touchdowns over the top. Uh, which way do you think uh, Walters is going to play it? I don't know which way he's going to play it, but I can tell you like what how I would play it. I how mean, would you play it? I'd, I'd kind of go uh, more conservative in the first half and try to contain and then kind of go with like that all-out, like stack it up, like you were saying, like the 7-8 man up at the front. And if things are going relatively well at that point, like might as well just go all-out defensively, you know? Um I think also uh, if you keep it at a level point around halftime and then you get more aggressive on defense, like I think Purdue's offense is, is more suited for a shootout than they are, uh, you know, sort of like possession conservative game offensively. Uh, I mean, like, how do you feel about that? Like, I don't think Purdue's offense is suitable for the trash can. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, I don't. So here's my thought, Garrett, and here's what I'm going to throw out there. I think that Purdue's offense can't score on Michigan. But, so here's why I'm going to say on defense. You're going to go all aggressive. I'm going all aggressive. I'm all coming right. up. I'm putting, I'm keeping two linebackers. I'm spinning that extra safety into the box. I'm making, I'm putting eight-man box. We're going man across the board. And um, I think the only way Purdue wins is if we can turn J.J. McCarthy over. And I think the only way that we're going to be able to do that is getting either to him with the, the rush, which I think is our strength, um, with, uh, uh, you know, Hydron uh, Jenkins and uh, Scorton coming off the edges, and maybe we, man, you know, we're playing a little tighter man, uh, give them, jam them, give them enough time to see if they can get in, disrupt McCarthy, maybe our corners pick off some things, maybe we get some strip sacks, um, uh, I, I think that's the only way we stay in the game because I feel like if we play conservative, it's going to be something like 12-play Michigan drive, kickoff, three and out, 
12 play Michigan drive kickoff three and out and like um that's that's my sort of fear of where Purdue just gets stomped but well when you say it like that now I just want a whole bunch of corner blitzes that result in strip sacks right uh, when like they're, when they're at like their own 18 yard line something like that it's a tough it's a tough call I mean it's a tough call I'm sure what we'll get from Ryan Walters is a blend of uh, you know appropriate aggression um, I don't think he will, you know, go sell out. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's saying, uh, pardon my French, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead, but uh, I, can, I can see him trying to balance that. It, it's, it's also very hard for a first-year head coach. You know, you've never really been in this position. you got a lot of turnover. Uh, I mean, you're playing just... Personnel. You're going to the... What's Michigan ranked in the CFP three? Right? Three, yeah, three, yeah. I mean, you're going to the number three CFP team on the road at night, um... and you're just trying to figure <laughs> out like a way forward. And I don't know, if, like, I guess I don't even know. I'm sure he doesn't either. Either, like, what do you do in this situation? Do you play? To try to win the game, knowing that that is most likely going to result in you getting absolutely annihilated, or do you play to keep it close? I feel at this point there's not much to lose, right? So right, like I mean, I don't know. I can see him going hyper aggressive just for for a. Uh, laughs and giggles but see here's what i'm worried about here I, I am worried that weirdo coach harbaugh is has his uh khakis in a bunch after um his rather tumultuous week and uh or set of weeks set of weeks and mm, he's very upset and i'm worried that they this they might lay an epic beating on Purdue. He might not call off the dogs. Um, and uh, so I think, you know, like I said, I'm of two minds. Um, aggressive if you think you've got a, the slightest shred of a chance. Otherwise, run that clock, baby. Don't get beat by 70. Oh, I don't want to think about 70, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to think about 70, but listen to these scores. So this is how Michigan's been doing here recently. Um, they, uh, they hung... Start of the season, only hung 30 on East Carolina. The East Carolina... Uh, Pirates. Pirates. The Pirates. Shout out David Gerard. One of my neighbors was a punter for the East Carolina Pirates Ooh. growing up. I think I have a second cousin that went to East Carolina, if I remember correctly. Um, and yarg. Yarg. Um, and so they only, yeah, they only gave up uh, 30 points, and they scored uh, three points, um, which is not terrible. They lost by 27. UNLV, uh, they played uh, UNLV 35. Uh, they, they you know, gave up 35 points. I mean, like if the if the fighting Guy Fieri's only uh, yeah, score that many. Uh, Jerry Card Tarkanian couldn't get it taken care of. God, Tark! I'm telling you, Tark was born way too early because that man would be a coaching legend 
in NIL uh, college basketball. Like, oh my God. Could you imagine him at UNLV and it's legal to like buy players? Anyways, sorry, I keep getting distracted by more interesting thoughts. Um, They only scored 31 on Bowling Green, 31 on Rutgers, and then they started getting angry here right around conference. Uh, maybe they forgot Rutgers was in the Big Ten. I do that all. The, I do that <laughs> all the time. Some people frequently do. My uncle coached uh, the offensive line at Rutgers, uh, and uh, they were pretty good. That was when they had the. Oh, I can't remember his name. He played quarterback in the NFL for a while for the Jets. Ray something. I don't recall. Anyways. Uh, yeah, shout out Uncle Mark. He's the, also the associate AD. <clears throat> uh, I hope I know I heard that. Anyways, um, yeah, they got mad after the Nebraska game and or after the Rutgers game and put up 45 on Nebraska, 52 on Minnesota, 52 on Indiana, <clears throat> 49 on Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just really hoping they don't hang half a hundred on Purdue. Um, I think they can. I think we all know they can. Let's just hope they don't. I think I think it's gonna take a lot of help from Purdue's offense for them to get to sixty. Um, and man, this is so. Anyway, see, look, Garrett. Let's just for two seconds here. Uh, Zach E's the returning national player of the year. Correct. And Purdue's ranked in the top five in the nation on in every national poll right now. Also correct. Okay, now back to football. Um, so, uh, there's no way forward in this game. Um, I recommend that if you get upset watching Purdue get splattered all over the field, um, this is one of those games where I might just, like, find something else to do. Maybe check the score at halftime and, some, you know, if Purdue's uh, hanging in, then maybe go to the stat because I think if, if things upset you like that, you're really just putting yourself in a, in a bad place. For instance, uh, this Clemson-Notre uh, Dame game this weekend, Garrett, I'm probably just going to maybe glance at the score every now and then. That's fine. Uh, but, uh, if Clemson ends up four and five after this weekend, I will have to do a little giggle. It's fine. It's well-deserved. Uh, well-deserved. Hey, I bought this man a Clemson hat. He did. And a hoodie. So, Garrett is not a hater. And I got a hat for his daughter, too. Like, come on. He did. Come on. I'm a, I, I love to hate, 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 but at the end of the day, I just love that people love sports as much as I do. That's very true. That's very true. Nobody loves sports as much as Garrett. At least nobody whose mind is very much like a steel trap for numbers, which is weird. In numbers and names and dates, the man is like an encyclopedia. Uh, ask me ask me, uh, Ro- Dennis Rodman's uh, weirdest stat line. Yeah, what's Dennis Rodman's like, weirdest stat line? Uh, I was born in San Antonio, so when he played for the Spurs, uh, he scored uh, zero points but had 32 rebounds. Mm, zero points, 32 rebounds. The greatest rebounder in NBA history ever. You know, all of Once we get into basketball season, baby, you guys are going to see like how weird my brain is and how I, how I like 
hyper focus on numbers and stuff like very get, very get ready for it because it's gonna be unhinged and most of the time i'm gonna be recording these after i've been working uh soundboards at a music venue for several hours so i'm gonna be a little loopy anyway Woo. you guys are gonna like find out so many weird trivia facts and God, I just I just can't wait for you guys to explore my weird number brain. Oh man, yeah. Just you know we're not responsible for whatever that maybe does to your brain. Yeah, being if I, exposed if, to Garrett's brain. If either of us accidentally give you ADHD, that's mm. not like let's let's go ahead and set up a legal disclaimer for that. Yeah. That's not our fault. Alright, but anyways, Garrett, speaking of ADHD, I think we should just end this uh, misery, I mean, uh, preview. Um, I think <laughs> we will uh, return next week. We will talk a little bit about this Michigan game, and we will find some positive things to say about Purdue's performance. And by God, Garrett, if Purdue pulls off this upset, I will grovel and apologize to all of you for being such a negative Nancy. Nancy. Um, uh, well, last thing though, what's uh, just give me a scoreline? What do you think? Forty-one to three. Forty-one to three. Okay, uh, I'm saying 52-13. Ooh, okay. So Purdue scores more points on them than any other team on their schedule so far. Well, I think it happens in garbage time, but yeah. Uh, hey, garbage time is it's still, still time. time. It's still time. time. All right, y'all come back now. You here? Thanks for listening to Boiler Up Down South.